educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard, boys and girls, men and women, whoever you are, and tuning in uh, on a Friday afternoon. Welcome. Uh, Man, woman, and child, like uh, Lyle Brimson. Lyle Brimson, man, woman, and child. Uh, Welcome aboard. It is finally, I don't know about you, it's finally the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Chef, uh, how are you getting on, Danny? Well, I'm still stuck in Ireland. I've almost forgotten how much fun we had uh, in Ireland, so... uh, but anyway, welcome aboard, uh, and and hey, you just heard the premiere of 1011's uh, weather service that they are, the, co- the cooperative effort between 1011 and, and uh, KLIN Radio, uh, their premiere uh, broadcast of the weather. So thanks to Brandon Rector and the 1011 uh, weather team, uh, we're teaming up, and uh, so that was the premiere broadcast uh, that you just heard, and we can't wait to uh, have this relationship and see what's next. So thanks to 1011, we appreciate it very much. Um, and hey, if you missed that and you want to rewind, you remember you can always catch us any darn time you like on your favorite podcast platform or just go to klin.com, uh, scroll down on the Dan Parsons page and, and, uh, you'll find us there. Well, coming up on Monday's show, we'll check in with Matthew Hansen, uh, as we always do every Monday, uh, the editor of Flatwater Free Press, to see what's going on in their newsroom. Uh, as you know, Nebraska's very first nonprofit newsroom. And man, just reading uh, the newsletter today that comes out every Friday, uh, they're jam-packed with some news, uh, and we'll cover some of that on Monday, so don't don't miss that. Uh, and coming up at the bottom of the hour after the news at 536, Mr. Bill Radke from from Ybor uh, uh, Kitchen, uh, Second Chance Kitchen, and uh, it, it's, I tell you what, kids, uh, stay tuned for a really exciting uh, interview with Bill, because uh, they're doing some darn neat things. Uh, uh, Ybor, it's pronounced Ybor, spelled Y-B-O-R, and stay tuned to find out why that name's important, uh, but they have mastered a Cuban sandwich that I guarantee you, you haven't uh, tasted before. Right, Chef? It is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, one of the one of the reasons I'm very excited about this project. And not only do they produce a great uh, sandwich, uh, but they've got a great story. Uh, they provide a 12 month workforce development and coaching program for folks coming out of incarceration. So, uh, just a wonderful community service, and you can find out how to support that. And and so anyway, we'll chat with Bill coming up at the bottom of the hour. Ah, before we get too far into the weeds here, say hello to producer extraordinaire, Mr. Johnny Cadillac. Want to give a shout out to Tom Stanton and Chase Porter on the KLIN news team, and identify myself today as Johnny Cadillac on the Voice of Lincoln fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN, talking to Dan Parsons on the Voice of Lincoln fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. But we're here and we're having a Dan good time. We are. Johnny. How long did you rehearse that? Johnny? My goodness, uh, that was a. First time I oh, wow. said it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I give Tom Stanton that that introduction every time I see him, uh, but then they challenge me to say it today. So <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, thanks for that, Johnny. Well, listen, um, uh, Chef. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know about you. Well, you said as you walked in because I said it's. Oh my goodness! I I, I, I won't need use the word on the air. No, we can't. I <laughs> told you. <laughs> 
yeah, it's just been a long week. Yeah. And we didn't have any kids to put back into LPS. No. We don't have any kids to put no. into the University of Nebraska. No. Uh, you'd think our lives would be much more calm than a lot of people in this city. No. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, it was it was a long week. It, it's the buffer of children. You know, when you get older like you and I and our kids grow up like they're supposed to, and then, oh, we don't have the same buffer around us mm-hmm. that young minds and hearts and yeah. laughter yeah. do. Yeah. Boy, it was busy coming out of downtown, all the college kids coming back and their parents and uh, moving in. Uh, so welcome back, UNL students. Uh, behave now. We don't. I don't want to be doing any crisis PR for for some family that's, uh, right. you know, in a, in a problem. Yeah. So. I had a crisis PR uh, client today, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. Can't talk about it. I can't talk about it, but yeah. It's good to know you're working, Dave. And and they showed up on a Friday, you know? At least it wasn't Friday at, you know, 4.45 before I come on the air, but oh, yeah. 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 Good good to know you're gainfully employed. Well, yes. uh, Yeah, there is no... I've told people the last five years, last seven years, I've done more crisis PR projects than I've done in the past 15, so... Anyway, uh, anyway, that, well, I'm done with the day job. This yeah. is the fun part of yeah. my job. Let's and, mix uh, one up here. Let's do. What are we drinking, We're Chef? I have a peach crate. Okay. Peaches are in season right now, coming out of Colorado, coming out of nice. Missouri. And uh, the best thing to do is just let them sit on the, okay. on the counter for a few days. Don't put them in the fridge. Uh, eat them fresh, and then when they get nice and mushy, just okay. turn them into a puree, okay. and that's what we're having today in this little peach crate cocktail with with vodka, uh, peach puree, lemon, and a little simple syrup. Uh, crushed basil in it gives it a nice garden flavor, and there we go. It's lovely. It's lovely. Uh, does it go well with the Cuban sandwiches? It will go fantastic with anything. Will go great with Bill's Cuban sandwich. Okay, okay, uh, and this is a good reminder. Nice segue into reminding our listeners uh, th- that we'd love to have you follow us on the Twitter and the Facebook um, because. We'd like to carry on the conversation after hours, but you can see I posted just a few moments ago this Crete, 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 peach crate. See, I told you it was a long week. Peach crate. I've only had one sip of the lovely cocktail. Uh, we posted a picture on the uh, Dan Parsons KLIN uh, Twitter page, or X, as as Johnny reminds me it's now called. Um, and so- Johnny, com- com- complete with... Uh- Hand motions. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so anyway, it is up there, and I'll also post uh, the recipe too uh, before we uh, before we get out of here. Well, that'll be part of the the uh, the after party, uh, and then you can check in with us. Hey, if you've got a favorite cocktail recipe, if you got a question for Chef uh, or gear up for the second half of the show uh, with Bill Radke and uh, and Ebor, uh, give us a call. Uh, give us a text, 402-479-1400. Uh, we always love hearing from you, uh, always. Well, Chef, uh, w- one of the conversations that I had, uh, that I continue to have, because this was our pact mm-hmm. when we came back from, from Europe, we said, w- we're going to take it upon ourselves uh, to convince uh, the whoever's in charge of uh, closing streets in mm-hmm. downtown Lincoln and the Haymarket right. to make it a more walkable uh, uh, tourist destination. Uh, we're going to take that upon ourselves. So I, I did my part. I don't know what the heck you did this week on that project. Well, I thought about it. 
but I uh, I had Jason Ball, yeah. uh, the president of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, yeah. on last night, and uh, we chatted about that a little bit. And uh, so anyway, uh, let's keep that going. Oh yes, uh, you know everywhere we went, it was amazing. Well, one you know streets are narrow there anyway, cars are uh, smaller, and it's, you know, people are accustomed to walking it but when when you just shut down streets and make it completely a pedestrian friendly area it does something to the um the spirit of the uh, neighborhood because now people aren't worried about cars and traffic and they're free to uh wander and mingle and sit and yeah. talk and visit and have a pint and uh, i would love to see our city well let's pick up on it and 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 listeners hey if you've got a thought on a more walkable downtown haymarket area that you'd like to see complete with restaurants and out into the streets permanently and well when the weather's nice anyway give us a call 402-479-1400 we're going to take this quick little break and we'll be back with uh, chef kevin shin and the friday afternoon club here on 1499.3 klin Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Hey, welcome back uh, on the Friday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. Uh, it is the uh, Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Every Friday, we kick off your weekend uh, with some fun. This is the entertainment part of the show. We finally get to that. We've been doing the. I'm glad uh, I'm in charge of that. Well, you are <laughs> in charge of that. You're the Rush Chairman. That's you right. always have been. I am the Rush so, Chairman. So, uh, and uh, so, yeah, we're glad that you chose to take us along for your ride home, or picking up the kiddos, or. Uh, going to the grocery store, whatever you're doing this afternoon, we're just thrilled that uh, you would choose to include us uh, in your plans. Uh, and don't forget, coming up on Monday shows, we always do, uh, Mr. Matthew Hansen, the editor of Flatwater Free Press. Uh, man, I tell you what, they've got some, they've got some interesting stories that uh, that they're working on. So we'll check in with Matthew on Monday, as we always do. Nebraska's very first. A nonprofit newsroom, and uh, and and do follow us on the Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, there's the as I mentioned, the Twitter uh, page is updated just a few moments ago with our uh, cocktail that uh, Chef Kevin mixed up for us here for the Friday Afternoon Club. But uh, and so our other trifecta, we got the we got the drink. Uh, we'll we'll listen to Kevin's uh, music here in a moment. Uh, but uh, what's cooking in your uh, What's place these days. You know, is there anything more Nebraska besides beef than sweet corn? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. that time of year. Yeah. Boys so and I girls. I cannot get enough of that. And eat it uh, daily and uh, serve it daily to okay. my guests. Okay. So, How are you preparing uh, that? Well, lots of different ways. Um, one is a Mexican street style uh, elote with um, crema, uh, uh, cotilla cheese, um, that's not Velveeta. Not Velveeta. No, <laughs> no. Uh, traditionally, you use cilantro. I use fistful of uh, basil, oh. ground basil. And, oh, yeah. And then tahini, chili lime, and uh, be extra generous with those seasonings. And uh, um, my guests tell me that uh, they won't eat sweet corn again unless it's mine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a high compliment. So, what are you serving that with? Um, well, that's that's one of the many courses along the way that uh, that I serve during a, a portico evening. Um, but uh, also, what uh, what I'll do is um, 
by several dozen ears of corn and juice it. You cut the kernels off the cob, run it through a centrifugal juicer, and you come out with this liquid that's the same body and consistency of milk. It doesn't have any fat in it, but it's extremely sweet, and so it makes great corn sorbet. Okay. Or uh, corn gelato. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've not tried. It's that. a little fussy and labor intensive. Okay. But darn it's, it's okay. It's uh, if if uh, a Nebraskan moved to France or Italy and brought their uh, Midwestern sensibility, it would be uh, it would be uh, sweet corn gelato. Very cool. Hey, if you've got a sweet corn story, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred talk or text, we'd love to hear it. Uh, and uh, Austin texts in, and he says, uh, the Cabano is the best thing ever made with all the food groups. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So thanks, Austin, for that. We know you're probably commuting, and uh, so thanks for listening, as always, my sure. friend. Um, so, yes, that's uh, that's amazing. So, uh, Portico, uh, you're still booked up the rest of the summer? Yes, I think I have three nights yeah. open. Working hard. Yeah. And how's the garden? The garden, Holding up? Uh, well, um, you see the weather. For- I saw the weather. Yeah. I think my garden is uh, trembling <laughs> uh, because all the rain that we've had in the last few weeks has really responded. The tomatoes are full and herbs are lush and my even my grass looks good. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't spend a lot of effort on that, but uh, Mother Nature helped me out a lot yeah. this year. No, I think everybody is uh, pretty thrilled. You know, we started out so dry and... Um, and made a nice recovery mm-hmm. through the middle of the summer. Yeah. Now we're going to heat it up again uh, here next week. And yeah, uh, the bee the bees are doing uh, double duty okay. now. That the okay. there's so much more pollen now for yeah. them too. Our listeners may uh, remember you lost your bee colony lost my last colony year. Last year due to a predator hive, so we reset uh, set it up and slow to um, develop. And and we this time last year we would have harvested about four and a half gallons of honey oh my um but because of a dark dry spring they didn't have a lot of um there wasn't an abundance of pollen for them to uh oh sure to yeah feed, feed okay. off on but okay. now that they're, they're 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 making up for lost making time. up for lost time they're getting busy what's and what's fascinating too is a, the difference in a in an urban hive than a rural hive is the type of pollen that the bees are um using and therefore, the sweetness, the lightness, the floral nature of the honey in a in a urban hive is very noticeable. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So you'll have harvest when do you well, Probably late September. In fact, next week I think we'll I'll bring some mead okay. for our cocktail of or yeah. our drink of the oh, of the week. Nice. Nice tease. Well, uh, thanks for coming along. If you've got a, a comment or a question for Chef, uh, 402-479-1400, talk or text. We'd love to hear from you. Um, do you have a song for us? I do. Yeah. I do. As I said when I walked in here, I had a blank week <laughs> and uh, had a near miss. Um, really scary walking across O Street on uh, Monday. And so that just... Uh, that. Uh, uh, that was unsettling, and so I've so been all... there was all... a car coming at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't need to go into that, but... Okay, well, you brought uh, it up. Yeah, I did, but <laughs> but the point is, is what do I do in those moments? And music is a is an important anchor for me, and so yeah. I pulled this song back out uh, to remind me to keep my head up this week. Okay. Does it mean... Oh, 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 oh,
I've listened to that in the queue for uh, nice, uh, nice several repetitions this week. Who's who's the artist again? Ben Howard, a singer songwriter from the UK. Okay, and this is an act. Uh, probably this is uh, came out in 2012, and um, such a relevant song for what I've been dealing with. But also, just it's one of my go-to songs. I send to people. Who uh, I think you know, you maybe need an uplifting word, or that music is that vehicle that can bring uh, encouragement and in ways that even just a a, um, a voice or a of, a of a friend may not have the same power when it's combined with the rhythm and the harmony and the melody of a song. Um. That's good. You know, I just realized uh, I haven't seen any live music since we were on our trip. I know. We need to remedy yeah, that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. We need to get down to the zoo bar and see our friends down there. And, and uh, yeah, there's, as we've talked before on the show, there's live music in this city every stinking day of the week. And so, uh, yeah, it's weeks like this that uh, you remind me, uh, Kevin, that it's weeks like this because my week was kind of uh, a challenge as well. But, um well, you, you know what we we don't realize is um, probably what about a hundred years ago the only way you would hear music was live. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you didn't think about it. Yeah, you know, for and so for yeah. all of all of history, the only way you could hear it. Yeah. Was, uh, was live. Interesting. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, we're going to take this news break. But when we come back, Bill Radke uh, from Ebor, a nonprofit pop-up restaurant that serves the best stinking Cuban sandwich you'll ever have. We'll be back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club. It's the uh, time of the week when we finally make it to entertainment. Uh, uh, so thanks for taking us along for your Friday afternoon. Uh, we're here with Chef Kevin Shin. And in just a minute here, I'll introduce our special guest, Mr. Bill uh, Radke. Uh, but first, uh, I just want to remind you that if you miss anything live, you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like. Uh, or you can go to KLAN.com and go to the Dan Parsons page. Just scroll down and find whatever episode you're looking for. And uh, follow us on the Twitter and the Facebook page. We'd like to keep this. I only get you for an hour a day. Uh, and maybe for some of you, it's 59 minutes more than you need. Uh, but for those of you that uh, want more than the 59 minutes, uh, well, it, only, it really only amounts to about... Uh, Anyway, it's less than that. But anyway, we'd love to continue the conversation on the uh, on the social medias, on the Facebook and the Twitter. And uh, we posted a picture of our drink that Chef Kevin has made for us today, the lovely uh, peach crate. And uh, we'll stick the recipe up there as well uh, when we're done here with the show. But uh, coming up on Monday's show, please uh, mark your calendars to tune in. Uh, it's Hot News with Flatwater Free Press. Every Monday we check in with Matthew Hansen the editor of Flatwater Free Press, Nebraska's very first nonprofit newsroom. And uh, his uh, reporters have been working overtime. We've got some great stories coming up. So we'll, we'll talk about some of those coming up on Monday. Well, uh, it's my uh, pleasure to introduce in the studio Mr. Bill Radke uh, from Ebor, a nonprofit pop-up restaurant that serves the best dang sandwich you'll ever have 
for a great cause. Bill, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Well, thank you. It's great to be here, Dan. appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. I met you through Chef Kevin, and because Kevin's been involved in your project. And so it's, it's such a great uh, uh, opportunity to learn about what you're doing and, and this incredible sandwich, uh, this Cuban sandwich that uh, we've already got people salivating uh, on the airwaves just thinking about it. So talk about this Cuban sandwich. Uh, uh, and, and, and people have said it's the best stinking Cuban sandwich they've ever had. Well, yeah, and I agree. I, I think the Cuban sandwich is the best sandwich of all time. And anytime I meet someone who says, well, I don't know if I really like a Cuban sandwich, I always say, well, you haven't had a real Cuban. Exactly. Because a lot of times restaurants, it's, it's kind of like a le- it's kind of like an afterthought because they have a little bit of leftover pulled pork and they kind of pull things together as opposed to having an authentic Cuban sandwich. And for us, the, the difference is authentic Cuban bread. Cuban bread is actually made with lard. Uh, and so you end up with this like really unique bread that when it's pressed on a press, it gets like a really crispy mm. crust and stays soft right underneath. We make our own pickles. Uh, we slow roast our pork for 12 hours. Um, and so every ingredient that's put in it is put in with care. And then to top it all off, the real kicker is it's Cuban mojo sauce, which is a mix of orange juice, lime juice, garlic, cilantro, and spices. Jeez. And those together really culminate into this perfect sandwich and the thing that i love actually about the cuban sandwich is the story of the cuban sandwich it's actually an immigrant sandwich yeah so about a hundred years ago uh there was a little neighborhood in tampa florida called ybor city okay that's where the name originates from that's where the name ybor comes from it's spelled y-b-o-r pronounced ybor that's right because in spanish y makes an e sound so it's ybor and um in ybor city all these immigrants were in the cuban cigar factories uh, in Tampa, Florida, in Ybor City, and they kind of brought all their cultural ingredients together to make the sandwich. Cuban mojo pork, Spanish ham, German Swiss and mustard, and then the Cuban bread was actually invented by a Sicilian immigrant who was half Italian, half Cuban. Nice. And so this sandwich kind of just became this immigrant sandwich, and it, it's just such a beautiful thing. Chef, jump in. Yes, and uh, where Bill and I intersected yeah. was about maybe a year and a half ago when um, uh, they were planning this this concept and they wanted some consulting and advice. And so uh, we met and uh, found that we had a common love of food. And so um, he uh, was telling me this story about you know the uh the immigrant sandwich that was that was born out of these four um kind of four corners of of uh of the world uh, yeah yeah and uh but, but my fascination was with the bread of course yeah being uh, the baker that yeah, you are yeah. yeah and so i asked bill um tell me about this bread and he said yeah i don't know where we're gonna find it I said, well, find it? What do you mean? <laughs> he said, yeah, you know, I know, nobody makes, it's hard to find really good Cuban bread. Well, well you're going to make it, Bill. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> you're not going to go find it. You're not and buying it off the Bill brushes. was a little hesitant, but trusted me. He had the, he had the recipe. He had an authentic recipe. And so he and I went to, together and began to craft this recipe in a uh, reducible, or I mean a producible form that um 
we felt like was a good was a good outcome and so uh we are making amazing cuban style bread it out is. of pork lard and what that lard does oh is it makes that sandwich hold together so when you toast it and hold, it doesn't it doesn't flop over you you hold it and, and, it's, okay. and it crunches but it's not it's not crispy and uh, so that's that was my fascination with Bill's project right off the bat was when we started in on the bread and and we realized oh we are improving this already and um, so I'll say a little something about the bread uh, after the break yeah 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 and now I have to spend eight to ten hours before every pop up <laughs> making bread because of that decision so thanks a lot Kevin. but it's my, well my worth pleasure. it well yeah. worth it well uh, Bill if we have time uh, talk a little bit about your family history and the connection to this project. Yeah, so I moved to Lincoln 10 years ago, and five years ago, my family made the decision to move down to Tampa, Florida. My parents had lived in Clearwater. We visited all the time. We loved the area. We were sort of reaching this transition in our life, and we said we wanted to kind of move to Florida. So we ended up moving into Tampa, into this neighborhood right next to Ybor City. Hmm. And in Ybor City, it was the first time I ever had an authentic no Cuban kidding. sandwich. Nice. I always liked Cuban sandwiches, and then I fell in love with it. And these sandwiches, they just captivated me. And what was really crazy about that was, at the time, we were talking to... My son is adopted. We adopted him 10 years ago. We were talking to his birth grandma. We have a really close relationship with his birth family. Very cool. And... She said, oh, my grandparents met in Ybor City. No way. One was a uh, wow. Spanish immigrant. The other was a Cuban immigrant. Oh. They met, worked in the cigar factories, fell in love. And so even this concept, it, it's more than just a great Cuban sandwich. It's, it's part of my family's story. That's cool. And this sandwich to my son is like, it's part of his story. His and like, history. this is who yeah. you are. This yeah. sandwich was invented 100 years ago when your great-great-grandparents were rolling cigars in Ybor City. Shout out to your son. Tell us his name. His name is Manny. 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 Uh, your dad's a pretty cool dude, so that's that's a great story. That's nice. Well, uh, now you've even endeared yourself even more to the Dan Pars. I, I happen to be an adoptee, and so uh, those stories just always uh, hearten me. Even even now, because you know now it's it's much more common to have open adoptions where you can know the families, and so that's a and it's such a, a gift to Manny to have yeah. that story as part of his life now. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's what they've done with the research is they find out that's the healthiest thing for an Absolutely. adoptee is to know their story yeah. and to have a relationship yeah. with their family. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, well, uh, and, and uh, before we go to break here, uh, before we do that, um, we've talked about the, the sandwich. We've talked about, uh, but, but I want to save uh, the, the rest of the conversation till after the break about the mission of this organization. Uh, but before we do that, why don't you tell our listeners, in case people are coming in and out, you've got an event coming up, and we'll mention this again, but you've got an event coming up that people can support your mission and taste this uh, this uh, Cuban sandwich. Yeah, so on Wednesday, September 27th, we're going to have a, our event, A Taste of Hope. It's at the Jane Snyder's Trail Center, which is on 21st and Q Street, right next to Hub Cafe. Yep. And that's going to be a night for people to be able to taste our wider menu. If you've come to one of our pop-ups, you've had our Cuban sandwiches. We also do a spicy Cuban sandwich as well, um, which is fantastic. It is. It's kind I've of like my it. own interpretation yep. of a Cuban sandwich. And 
at this event, we want to go a little bit wider, be able to taste some of the other sides that we have um, that we're kind of dreaming up, as well as an additional sandwich that is going to be more on the beef side of things. Okay. Uh, there's a Cuban dish called Ropa Vieja, and uh, so we're working on a Ropa Vieja sandwich as well. Very cool. Well, uh, please stay tuned because you don't want to miss uh, the last half of this show, and uh, Bill's going to talk about. Uh, the mission of this organization, which is helping people uh, as they come out of incarceration. So please stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this message on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show. It's the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. By the way, Brandon Rector, uh, thanks uh, for that weather forecast. We're thrilled that we have this new partnership with 1011 and their weather department. Uh, but Brandon, uh, to have your very first uh, weather forecast uh, on, on, on KLIN on the Dan Parsons Show to premiere it, uh, we we're hoping for a little bit uh, better weather. So uh, try to work on that, will yeah. you, Bill? Brandon? Uh, anyway, well, we're thrilled with that new partnership with 1011 uh, in the weather department. So, But we're back with Bill Radke uh, with um, Ebor, and it's spelled different than it sounds, Y-B-O-R. And if you didn't, <clears throat> if you didn't hear why it's called Y-Bor, uh, you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform <clears throat> anytime you like. But it's a city in Florida uh, that is the birthplace of this Cuban sandwich uh, that Bill and his team have brought back to life, and, and you can taste this incredible, uh, authentic uh, Cuban sandwich right here in Lincoln, America. And uh, But what's even more amazing to this story, Bill, is your mission, uh, because this is, as your name implies, in addition to Ebor, uh, in honor of the, the birthplace of this uh, Cuban sandwich in Florida, uh, a second-chance kitchen, and that's uh, what you're doing. So tell us about uh, your program to help people uh, who are coming out of incarceration. So I've been in the nonprofit sector quite a while, and one of the questions that myself and other professionals in the industry kept asking each other is, are there more proactive solutions to helping people that are in a crisis situation? Or instead of waiting for them to be in a crisis situation to step in and help, what can we do to help someone move more towards stability? And as we were dreaming about this nonprofit, when you look at someone's stability, like having a job with a sustainable wage is the bottom of that pyramid. Because once you have that, you can put so many other things in place. Absolutely. When it comes to housing, when it comes to education, everything kind of like is under that. Do you have the income to make these things happen? And so we really, as we talked about forming a, a nonprofit that has this coaching model to help people move more towards stability, we wanted it to be an employment first model. And I was captivated by many nonprofits I saw across the country that were doing just this, having an employment first model and having the ability to have a restaurant because now we have a nonprofit that has a big wide open door for the public to see. And if I may interrupt you just for a moment, tell us the name of that nonprofit and how people can learn more about it. So that nonprofit is Good Life Community Development, and they could learn more at goodlifecommunitydevelopment.com. Great, great. And so when we started Good Life Community Development, we began working with a lot of individuals who were navigating life after incarceration. And we got to see firsthand just how many struggles they had to go through more so than anyone else. And then as we looked deeper into some of the statistics, we found out 
One, Nebraska became the most uh, overpopulated prison system in America yes, in 2023. Is. Yes, it is. Um, obviously, that's not in terms of numbers of population because our population, but uh, in terms of overcapacity. And the reason why is Nebraska is only one of two states that has seen incarceration rates increase over the last decade and also recidivism rates, yep. people reoffending. Yep. Uh, on top of that, about 25% of people who are incarcerated in Nebraska are African American, mm-hmm. and yet that demographic only makes up Correct. less than 5% of the state population. Yep. And so anytime we're encountered with statistics like that, we can either get on a soapbox and complain about it, or I'm the type of person who says, nice. what can mm. we do about it? Nice. Uh, I, I like to be more hands-on, and so we always wanted to figure out what's our demographic, who do we want to focus on, and this is the reason why this we were pulled towards the demographic of people who are navigating life after incarceration. And, and Chef Kevin, I know you've had through the years, uh, you've been in the restaurant mm-hmm. business. Uh, there's people that come in and out of mm-hmm. uh, of your workplace who have had similar stories. Yeah. The, the unique thing about the restaurant business is I can take anyone off the street and, uh, and put them to work immediately. Yeah, there's no... You Even know. if you're washing dishes or sweeping floors, there's something to do that uh, you can be productive in, and then it just goes up from there, and then I'll put a knife in your hand or put a saute pan in your hand. And and I think the the, the unique thing about what Bill is, is trying to build is, because um, I've, had, I've had employees come out of um, incarceration with varying levels of success or failure yeah and uh one of my dear friends uh chef uh matt taylor i won't call yep. it I, I almost call him by his nickname, <laughs> his nickname. well johnny's on the kill button so <laughs> uh but um uh i've um uh, long story short uh, matt just kind of fell into some bad um bad situation had some addiction yeah. issues and, and, it, and yeah. it put him and it put him in jail yeah and so he, I went to visit him uh, um, over the course of two years, and and he really got his life together. But when he got out, that's when other problems started. One, where do I live? So you might find a halfway house, but even more importantly, where do I work? And so he was just relegated to just a, a really poor, demotivating kitchen job. That nobody cared about him, and and, and to fill in those blanks, mm-hmm. uh, Matt uh, is an accomplished chef, yeah, and yeah. one of the best uh, mm-hmm. that I've met, yeah. frankly. And he used he's done some work for us back in the Lincoln Secret Supper days. So, well, Bill, tell us your vision. So, uh, you're raising funds, you're you're uh, exposing this incredible sandwich to Lincoln uh, uh, food fans. Uh, what's the vision for this project as you move forward? Our vision is to establish a brick-and-mortar restaurant where we can serve great food and do a great cause every single day of the week. Right now, we operate as a pop-up model. You'll see us around town. We're at Jazz in June, Glacial Till, and other events that we're asked to join in and participate in. And so that's ultimately our vision and goal. When you're a nonprofit, the way that you do that is through fundraising. And so people can join our community of supporters through our website, eborforgood.org or come to our event on September 27th, have a taste of the food, hear about the mission, and then make the choice, do I want to back this nonprofit? And that's really what we're trying to do, what we're heading towards. 
Well, uh, you've got a new fan. Uh, I've been a fan after I tasted your sandwich. But uh, now that I hear the complete story, uh, you've got a new fan. And I, I have uh, a, a heart for those people who have been incarcerated. I, As some of our listeners know, I worked in the Attorney General's office for six years and, uh, uh, and, and, and probably uh, supported some of the policies that have uh, led to the overcrowding of our uh, penal system here in here in nebraska um and and that's another that's another story for another day of where i'm at today as far as uh some of those issues but and i will say if i can interject yeah, the relationships that we're forming right now with nebraska department of corrections yeah is this is on the forefront of everyone's mind like they are receiving us with an open arms they want to collaborate and Everyone that I've met that is employed in the system is really working towards solutions. And that's been really, really encouraging for me as well, because ultimately we're only going to be a small part of the solution. Sure. sure. Uh, and what we're seeing is, you know, there are bigger conversations happening and um, I am excited to be able to be helpful in that way as well. Oh, that's cool. Well, we're going to continue to follow. We're going to continue to be your champion. And and uh, so, again, remind our listeners of the event you got coming up. So September 27th at the Jane Snyder Trail Center, which is on 21st and Q next to Hub Cafe, we're doing a Taste of Hope. Uh, it starts at 6 p.m., and it's going to have the opportunity to taste our expanded menu and hear more of our vision and mission for the future cool. and what we want to accomplish. And because when you're in the nonprofit world, you need a community of people working together to make good things happen. Yes. And that's what we're trying to do, create a community of people that care that we can together make an impact in our city. Absolutely. Well, Bill, it's a pleasure. Uh, thank you for your work. Thank you for your vision and for your leadership. Uh, Chef, you got a word for us? I do. Art can be purchased but never owned, banning art is no threat. Money is its most effective censor. Sell your art, but keep it free. Very nice. Well, Chef Kevin Chin, Bill Radke, thanks, gentlemen, for joining us here on the Friday Afternoon Club. Folks, that's a wrap. Go do good things here on 1499.3 KLIN.